Let's start the show. The Good Life with DT. It's Nicole. Welcome to the Good Life. <laughs> you are now listening to the Good Life Podcast. <laughs> You are now listening to the Good Life Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Good Life Podcast. My name is David Taylor. Yo, it's Spicoli. What's poppin'? What's up, man? Yo, I am uh I'm fucking stoked, dude. So I've gotten to interview probably one of my other favorite bands this year in Mayday Parade. I got to interview Alex uh from Mayday Parade, man. And I got the other one today, man. We got Colin from Grayscale, dude. What is up, man? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Hell yeah, man. Ah, man, this this interview could go on forever, man. I'm a huge fan of Grayscale, to be honest with you. So being from Philly, man, I, this is kind of a, I don't know how old you are, man, but um, so like when I got into music originally, it was like R&B and like hip hop and stuff in the early 90s, you know? So like I'm a huge fan of stuff that came out of Philly as far as like boys to yeah, men yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I'm a big fan of R&B in general, but obviously boys to men and roots huge representation of philly for sure yeah i also feel like only tough people come out of philly because pink is out of philly too does that does that does that resonate with yeah, you i think it's from doyle's town it's not it's like it's like a suburb right outside philly but yeah i think isn't taylor swift from pennsylvania isn't she that doesn't that kind of throws the whole algorithm off I, I would say you have what i call no skip music man uh i remember and it's funny that the when i told spicoli about you he was like they kind of remind me of um uh, neck deep a little bit and i was like that's funny you should say that dude uh me and my wife were on a road trip one time to i think indiana or arkansas i can't remember but we were listening to neck deeps neck deeps december and then it played you know music that sounds or that you would like with that and i think forever yours was the next song that came on and i was like what is this dude and i immediately saved it and now i probably got like 20 songs saved in my spotify list so if one of those pop up dude we don't skip them like we just let them play man so um, I guess what, man, it's hard to put you guys into like a category. I wouldn't put you guys like into a pop punk or emo category at all, man. You guys are just so different. What kind of style would you say you are? I think we're just a rock band, man. I just think we're just an alternative rock band, honestly. And I, I feel like that's something that it's funny you said that, but I feel like that's always kind of been, you know, this is the thing with, with Grayscale as far as like where it, where our band started and like the Warped Tour scene and where it's, and where it's kind of moved. And I feel like, I, I like that. I kind of like that people don't know, you know, what to pin it as. I think that's there's positives in that. Like, I, I, but I, I think I would just call it alternative rock, and I, I like it because, you know, we can be, like, it, it's funny now. Like we're on a tour now with All Time Low, and it's like uh, we're kind of like the, the the heavier rock band, which is funny because we're like not a heavy band, but um, but then we can do other, you know, or we that's where the Somerset same thing, or or like earlier in the year, or we can be. Uh, you know the the pretty boy like more more lighter rock type of thing on like a heavier tour so it's like i just kind of feel like we you know we're just an alternative rock band man and and we kind of fit in, in, on a lot of different tours and it's been it's been cool for us to play with all kinds of bands like like coming up and, and in the future and stuff so yeah that's what i would call it did you say you toured with the somerset yeah earlier this year that was in the, in the, in the spring how was that man? it was sick it was like a it was that blossom tour it yeah. was i think the first time they had toured in a while it, it was 
it was dope. Pretty great time. Yeah, great people. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of them too, man. But so it's funny you should top on that about like not having a specific genre because that kind of goes into my next question, man. Which the first two albums, man, are amazing. It really feels like you graduated to this new sound with Umbra, though, man. Um, Umbra is unlike anything. Um, and I think, what was the first single off that? Was it Dirty Bombs? Was that the first one? Yeah. It was. It was it's Dirty Bombs. It's just a completely yeah. different feel, man. Um, do you feel that way about kind of that album, that it was just like, all right, we're maturing into this now? Yeah, definitely. I, I think it was like, yeah, I think our band, like the, the roots of it, There's always it's always been a rock band, but I think there's there's been a lot of, you know, each record has its own, its own sort of sound and, and tapping into like what kind of production we're using and the feel of it. And I think Umbra was like a step further um, as far as like, you know, there, there's a lot of like piano and like um, there's a lot of like theatrical elements in, on Umbra too. Like a lot of piano, like without you is very like performative and there's like choir and there's a lot going on. And then um, the music right now, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like we just put out that, we just put out a new single uh, for the first time in a while called Not Afraid to Die. I'm sure we're going to jump into it, but um, I feel like that's just even more of an extension, you know, leaning even further into being like just a fucking rock band. Like we put so much um, emphasis on like recording so much of that live in a room together. And I think it's just been this progression of like, you know, you start off a dormant is to me, it's just like our first record is, is a rock record. There's punk elements to it. And then it's like, you have uh, Nella Vita's got more pop production and Umbra's got like kind of piano theatrical. And then like, where we came around to with Not Afraid to Die is sort of like a grown-up version of uh, the beginning. It's kind of full circle. It's yeah. just like, you know, rock band, you know, thing from the very, Umbra like, natural. Is like, Umbra's like almost like, is dark the word for it, man? Like, even the yeah. stuff is dark. Yeah, 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 it is. It, it definitely has a dark, I feel like it has like the darkest tonality to, as, as a complete piece. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's very, I, that whole album, man, front to back is amazing, dude. I love it, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I'm getting, you, I'm getting more hooked. Like you're, you're developing, you're going on tour. You got, uh, I'm sure, like new fans every night because of who you're playing with and you're on tour. And how's the response been to Not Afraid to Die? It's been amazing. I, it's crazy. It's like we play, obviously we play it every night. It's the song we open our set with. And there's a part, um, like before the that dropout uh, third chorus where it's like we kind of let the crowd sing like a few lines of it. And it's like just hearing it. Because we released the song the first day of this tour that we're, this fall tour that we're on, September eighth, and like every every night hearing like a, like more of the crowd kind of learn it and pick up on it has been it's been amazing. It's, it's been like yeah, it's been a really good song for us. Like like the fans are loving it. It's like new fans, old fans. It seems to be something like everybody's you know really enjoying getting behind. It. And I feel like that song is probably unanimously the, our favorite song we've ever released in ever as a band. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Really? So it's like I think just where we are like as artists people as musicians and like how we're making the music together in the room and everything it's just like it, it all is feeling really good and like clicking and it's cool to see the response being so positive and just honestly it was it's like the response to that song has been crazy it's been amazing it's thank so you good, yeah is that coming with a full album or is that just are you kind of releasing singles top secret, what are you gonna do with it top secret information <laughs> Yeah, we're everything's top secret. Every time we ask, no, nah, we're, we're, we're cooking, but we're we're just cooking a lot right now. But we're, we're figuring it out. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna ask this about Umber too, man. Um, so you know, there's there's a song on that album, man. Um, that I would say, like I've, you know, I think the biggest thing for an artist is like how they connect with people when they're writing and the music and everything. And there's one song on that album, dude. As soon as, I mean, I listened to it like all the way through 
And I text my dad as soon as it was over, man. That song, Live Again, man, is amazingly, beautifully written, man. Um, what, where was the idea to get the choir to, like, jump in, like, three minutes into that song? Dude, that's like a punch of emotions to the face at three minutes in, man. So Thank good. you, man. Um, yeah, that song's on my dad when he was, like, really sick. He's better now, but that was just, like, a, a tough tough phase in my life for sure um we had a choir on one song on our second record now vita it's a song called tommy song it's by my cousin and there's a choir and that's one at the end um and i think like i've always i mean you talked about r&b it was one of the first things we talked about like i've always loved like i've just love i've always loved like soul in like whether like the genre like soul music or just like soul in music like across genres, you know, in R and B, and like just the texture and just the like what what a choir adds to music to me is like always it's always just been this like untouchable thing, and I feel like there's certain songs where I've, I've wanted to bring it bring them in, and Live Again was one of them. Without You on number as well as a choir, um, but yeah, it just it just felt appropriate, honestly, just like musically, just as a songwriter, it just felt like the appropriate uh, thing to do was to like have them to like you know really like top that song off what it what it needed to be and like to, to, to emphasize the story the way it was supposed to be emphasized and articulated like i feel like that having that choir at the end was it was it was a kind of a no-brainer we kind of knew like as we, like i remember when i wrote the demo at the end of the first day i was like yeah i feel like when we track the song in a year there's gonna be a choir at the end and that's exactly what happened so yeah it's one of those songs, man. Yeah, you manifested it. The the production value behind it and to really make the song pop, I mean, that's that's where you can, like, take these songs and take them to a higher level. Uh, do you feel like that's the direction you're going to go with, like, all these new songs, making sure, like, the production is top-notch and you want to make sure that they sound as best as possible? Yeah, I mean, always, obviously, that's always the goal is to keep it, you know, have, have the best, not only, like, the best production, but, like, the most appropriate production for the song. You know, like, I feel... Not Afraid to Die, our new single specifically, it feels more like a band in a room. It, it feels more rock and roll in that way. And I feel like that is what, it being in that space sonically is, is what the song called for. It's what it, you know what I mean? Whereas like, um, you know, Carolina Skies off of Umbra is like, is a totally different sort of, a little more of a pop leaning feel. So it's like, I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a record by record basis, it's a song by song decision, you know, that you, that you make. But of course it's always having the best quality of production is important, but also having the, the, the appropriate production, you know, is as important. Yeah. Carolina skies is another, I mean, dude, there's yeah. That, that whole album, I, we could talk about this whole thing. Honestly, man, I love Umber. It's so good. Uh, so here's, Thanks, bro. so I've been dying to see you guys live, man. I've never gotten to see you guys live. Uh, I, I think it was last week we were upstairs me and my wife were chilling and I was working on editing some podcast stuff and I had grayscale playing over my speakers and I was like, man, why the, why the fuck don't they ever come to Omaha? I know you guys came a couple of years ago, like right after COVID. <laughs> and I, get, I didn't get to go then. And then I was like, well, let me see where the closest thing they're coming is. And sure enough, I look and you're coming on my birthday, dude, to the waiting room. Yeah. Dude, so, we announced happy. Well, that, we'll see you then. It'll be a happy birthday oh, for you, yeah, man. We'll, be, we'll have to hang out. But yeah, man, it was, uh, we announced these shows. So we're doing this fall tour now. And like, honestly, we announced these. There's like four or five Midwest states, like they're just like routing shows on the way home. So they're kind of like last minute, like an announced shows, but we're excited. Like, I think we're doing, um, I think it's Colorado Springs, Lawrence, Kansas, uh, Omaha, there's Cincy. There's one more. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's those markets. It's like on the way home back to Philly after the store. 
We add, we add in like Vegas, yeah. Who are you guys playing with? Is it do you have people touring with you, or that's one thing I right now? Ask, like in Omaha, who's playing that with you? Oh, we're just uh, it's I think it's just us. I think we might have some locals like jump on them, but like yeah, like I said, man, they were just kind of like uh, last minute we just put them up as like we're just gonna do some shows, like like just headline shows, even if it's just us. I, I think we are planning to add on uh, some some locals to jump on, and probably in, like next week that'll that'll be. So I'm, I don't know when this. I guess it's planning to come out, but I imagine if it's pretty soon, we'll, you know, you, you guys will we'll see it by then. With yeah. The support that we're adding. Yeah. No, nobody on, just you guys, and you started off with Not Afraid yeah, to Die. I mean, that's like the best. Like, you don't have to yeah. wait for anybody. And then you guys just kick it off, Not Afraid to Die, get into the set, Play warm people yeah, I love it. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, it'll be fun, man. You guys get to, you guys are doing the headliner set. How long, how long of a set do you think you guys are going to rock it out for? Uh, probably do like a little over an hour, like hour, hour 10, hour 15. I feel like it's normally like a sweet spot of like, you get everything you want, but it's without being like too long. But I I think that, uh, for those like five routing headline shows, I think that's probably what we'll be doing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I have, I mean like, so before we even booked you as a guest on the podcast, I had announced it on our podcast page. I was like, yo, Grayscale's coming. It's on my birthday. Who's going? So like we're already pushing it. I'm gonna bring a crowd with you, man. We're gonna fucking. I love that, bro. It's gonna be dope as shit, man. It's gonna be fun, dude. Thank you. I like that room. I think we played it one time before. It's cool. Yeah, that's a that's a great spot. A lot of a lot of huge bands have played in that venue. Like I remember seeing Twenty One Pilots in that in that venue at the waiting room, and it was crazy. It was packed. Everybody was singing along to every word, and those guys were just going in the, around the crowd, being crazy. And I feel like this is just the beginning. What you guys are putting out now is only gonna help you guys, and you guys are gonna grow. I can feel. Like I've been on alternative rock radio for 20 years and I, I was shocked when he was like, have you heard of Grayscale? I'm like, who's Grayscale? And I literally played probably all of your friends on the radio for all these years. And now I'm just discovering you. And that's the beauty of like music, man. Like there's, it's always evolving. It's always getting better. And when I heard you guys, I was like, man, this, why they should be, a, they should be played alongside the used yellow card, Coheed and Cambria neck deep, like all these bands that we have played forever. Like you guys fit right in that area. Sick dude. Thank you. Yeah. Music's a beautiful thing, man. It's great. Best. So I get to, I get to show you something kind of cool, man. I got to show Spicoli before this. I tried to show Alex from Mayday Parade. I was in person with him, man, when we did his podcast, but there was technical difficulties and shit fell apart. But quick story. So when I originally bought all of this this gear, it was for music production, man. And I was uh, testing it out when I first started, and I was like, I'm going to try to like do these mashup songs, right? And obviously Forever Yours is an acoustic song, and I was like, hey, what would Forever Yours sound like if it was like, you know, behind a full band and not the acoustic feel? And then I found out there was a Mayday Parade song that matches up with it really well. So I'm going to let you hear what I mashed up, man. I want to hear your opinion on it, all right? Okay, there you My cave of old regrets Drop the weight of my sins The ground takes in the bed Uh, well, man. That's wild. What, what Mayday song is that? 
That's uh, Kids of Summer, I think, is what it's called. That's crazy, dude. I know, dude. I like usually if I match them up, I gotta like chop them up and this and that. And I literally just took the vocals from yours and put it on top and had to move it a little bit. And the whole song, dude, just sinks. That's wild, man. I love that, That's dude. All Derek and I, Derek, they played the first. Uh, the Baltimore State Fair was like the first show of this all-time low tour, and Mayday played. So I was with Derek like the whole day. We actually did a Derek and I did a little like mashup of. Uh, not yeah, afraid to not die. A- yeah, but I'll have to. Have you? I don't know. Can you you should text me that. I'm gonna send it to him. That's crazy. Let's go, bro. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. No, man. Uh, I am. I am stoked, man, for the 24th. But what else you got coming up, man? You got a holiday show coming up in Philly. You were talking about. Yeah, December 22nd. It's like our biggest holiday show we've ever done. So that'll be it's at the Fillmore. We're super excited, man. So uh, finishing out this tour. Um, gonna be working. Might might be in the studio for a bit later this year, and then we got. Uh, our holiday show at the end of December, man, in Philly. We can't wait. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, man. And we will uh, we'll see you here live in a couple weeks, man. We can't wait. Totally, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. It was good talking to you guys. Thank you so much for having me, man. It was fun. Until the midnight hour.